0: Hi there. I can see that you're one of the smart ones who decided to listen to the second half of this interview. Yeah, Daddy always says that the second half is better, but no one ever listens to it.
1: Hey, what are you guys doing?
0: Um, Uh, nothing. We gotta go. Sorry. Enjoy the rest of the second half. Bye. Get out of there.
2: Hola. Bienvenidos. This is Richard Wilson. With this podcast, there are no electives. Every program is a prerequisite. The semester is in session. It's season two of the Bait and Switch podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. As always, I am Chris Beyer with my co-host, Jim Martin. Hello. And tonight we have two guests that are both involved in marketing. They're both uh, members of the AMA, not to be confused with the American Medical Association. It is the American Marketing Association. And one is uh, Mr. Pat McGovern. He is the president of the local chapter. And then also working with them, she's involved with the events coordinator. It is Michelle Tonkovitz and they also are involved in their own businesses obviously uh patrick is the director of business development and relationship management with acedia it's a company here in milwaukee and michelle has her own company called green onion creative so welcome again
1: thank you welcome back yeah thanks for staying all right super (laughs) glad to be here
2: so uh you know like we said marketing is a business model that involves using your creative talents to help businesses and individuals grow their business as Jim knows from past podcasts I like to think of myself as a bit of a amateur marketing guy amateur marketing guru do you use the word guru in your business all the time
3: right oh, yeah totally yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that's that's a, that's a buzzword would you would call that, that a buzzword that, I, would. I would use it okay. as
0: a
3: yep. okay. uh, holistic is another buzzword guys try to oh, work that into things okay holistic nice. guru. synergy
2: yeah. that uh, one? Yeah.
3: boom keep going yeah. man uh-huh. go you're on your you go. you the right. thesaurus
1: out I told you earlier I was a closet marketer
2: okay yeah and so i come up with these ideas i'm a little bit of an inventor as well i know just from the earlier in the podcast that michelle is a big brewer fan yes right and they mm-hmm. come up with these ideas like that double brought to you by oscar meyer right yeah or right. another one they're doing now is uh the papa slam What's have you that? heard that It's a, a
1: grand slam. It hit somebody hits a grand slam papa john's they call it the Papa Slam. Now. papa slam yeah
2: and another one i just heard was when the manager goes to the mound it's the Quick Trip to the Mound. Oh, quick
1: trip. that's clever. Yeah, Quick that's Trip clever. to the Mound brought yeah, to you yeah. by Quick Trip.
2: Right. And so I come up with these things. And uh, I don't watch brewers as much. I kind of like races and things like that. So I watch like swimming in the track and field. R- races, you said, Race. right? Okay. You, sounded like you
1: said racist.
2: Okay, yeah. let me I kind of like, like racist.
1: I are racist, too. Oh, well, okay. I guess I got to <laughs> go. <laughs>
2: I uh, I'm a little different in that I like watching more endurance sports and races and things like that. I was watching some track and field and swimming. Mm-hmm. And when somebody false starts, it's a disqualification. They call they're dq'd, right? The dq dq, DQ. Dairy Queen could bring yeah. you uh, that disqualification brought to you by
3: Dairy Queen. Yeah, Blizzard the marketing
2: marketing people. What do you think about this idea?
3: Boom. Boom. Go with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic. We're d do- think we're done. Michelle. Yeah. Right. As long we're as those guys talk, you're hired. <laughs> Blizzard of the
0: month. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Uh
2: huh. Take a negative thing. The guy's disqualified. He's, <laughs> sad. He's <laughs> sad. He's walking yeah. off the Give and... him some ice cream. Don't yeah. Don't cry. Here's <laughs> your cone. You
0: yeah. Everything's better
1: with ice cream. Right. Even yeah. the DQ. Right. Head yep. on down love to it.
0: DQ. Hot yeah. eat school treats.
2: <laughs> so anyway, again, you guys you guys are savvy in, in these things. I'm not quite as savvy. Uh, I bought a discount website for a product I'm coming out with. It's a www.com. Is that kosher?
3: It, yeah. It was half price. That, would, that sounds like a really good investment. Chris. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the, good. The, the Quad W. We're going to talk is, yeah. more about I've got other WWW sites for you. So we can it's, double down on that. I bought it to, pub, I bought it's it to publicize. The Black yeah.
0: Internet.
2: Yeah.
3: The black Dark Web. The Dark, the, the dark, dark Web. 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 The dark hey, hey, that's right.
1: Watch it.
2: <laughs> I bought it to publicize a new invention I'm working on. And it's a device that helps put the toothpaste back in the tube.
1: You can't, they say, but you've I've, come I've, up with the I've, way to I've do, come it. Up with that. do that. You do that. Wow. Yep.
2: Well, I'm I'm worried now that I've spilled the beans about this, that uh, other people are gonna, you know, glom onto my invention. You know, once the genie's out of the bottle, maybe That's I true. should come up with something de- Once the genie the back in the bottle, is out of yeah. The tube? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a highly specific product. What's your toothpaste brand? It works Tooth- on all brands, by the way. Tooth- Go ahead.
1: Toothpaste, uh,
3: Tom's.
2: Tom's, yeah. Tom's is a brand you wouldn't have heard of ten years ago, probably. Probably not. No. Yeah.
3: Why do you like Tom's? By the way, well, Just that's start, use, that's start, yeah, from exactly. a marketing that's standpoint. That's let's good, hear. good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate they call that. Me the, they call me the waiter. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Set
1: the table. <laughs> um, so, uh, I don't know why. I think there's uh, something that's not in Tom's that's in other stuff. Crest, like some kind of sulfate or some crap. My wife buys this she's very like
2: okay let's back up Organic. women make holistic. 80% of the yeah. decisions on totally. stuff like this right, right. Totally. is is this more her decision and we can cut this out if it's oh, sensitive yeah. yeah yeah, no 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 it,
1: it definitely is and, and, yeah. and that's why I think I mean she's always looking for like in hot dogs does it have the nitrates and the nitrates does it not have this and, and so I think she probably did some research on the on the toothpaste as well, well
3: this is fascinating how much how m- much product labels do you read when you go grocery shopping
1: uh a little bit not a little not bit. a lot a little 20%, bit 30%. a little bit and i only do it if i know she's concerned about it like the nitrates nitrates all that kind of stuff
2: a little bit more now than i used to but certainly not to the extent that i know a lot of people do right but generally no is the answer and michelle
0: all the time yeah but I also have food allergies, so oh, it's really okay. important for me to pay attention to labels. Guys
2: don't care about food allergies. They will take the symptoms. I, I probably do, and too. They will, they, will, yeah. they will break on hives, like and they breathing. will be on the toilet for hours on end. They don't want to read the... I'm sure food. I'm
1: lactose intolerant. I just buy ice cream every time I go to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I
3: always on the toilet?
2: And you know, that's getting back to what we talked about, which is uh, a lot of marketing, especially household products, is really aimed at women. Correct? Yeah. You know, yeah. And you have to speak to them.
3: Uh, yep. Yeah. With most of the products that are in our house right now, is my wife having a big say as to what we get? And I'm like, the fact that we have it is cool. Yeah. I mean, just with the fact that there's like toothpaste in the house, I'm cool yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm it. good with the that. The fact that there's maple syrup, good. What good. kind is it? Fantastic. Guys right. are
2: not that discerning. I, we're, just for happy, the most part. we're just happy. We're just happy okay. it's in the cabinet. For the most part. Yeah. yeah. Right.
1: What I really love is, is when you see uh, uh, chicken breasts. Gluten-free. Oh! Gluten-free chicken breasts. Don't even get me started on. on the chicken breasts. Gluten-free chicken breasts. Of course or when, they're gluten-free. Right, when it's they say meat.
2: fat-free, whatever thing that we never thought had fat in the beginning, right?
1: right. And that's the, the savviness, I think, that we talked about earlier, which is like, this is... If anybody knows what gluten is, they know it's not in a chicken breast. Unless maybe there's some kind of preservative. So, maybe I don't know. So this maybe is I'm really...
3: Making... Food is just yeah insane right and it's just gonna get crazier right 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 right? so i mean i was just at a conference and just riffing a little bit here i mean just think about this guys i mean so this was a a dairy forum a dairy conference people were getting up and and talking about farmers dairy farmers right for, for dairy farmers they're like my customer is the guy who shows up with the truck that's taking the milk well you know your customer is actually michelle who's raising a family who's looking at this, this, and this. Right. Well, with AI and blockchain, it's going to be pretty quick where you could take a picture of the milk and it's going to be able to link you to like the cows that it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. But now if you're a farmer, think of what that does. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like my connections now is with you guys. Right. Like I could start developing a one-to-one connection. Right. Uh-huh. Right. And But then they might say...
1: I don't want to screw around with all that. I just want to make my milk and send it off. I don't want to think about like, perhaps, oh my gosh, perhaps. Which, which which area of grass is this cow perhaps, chewing. Perhaps, but on?
3: there are people who are going to go. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean there there are cuz yeah. look at how much like organic farmers and have mm-hmm. just sprouted up in the whole farm to table. So it's yeah. not like a trend that's like, well this is crazy. It's like no, it's here. That's mm-hmm. where
0: there's such an uproar about factory farms.
3: Yeah, you know, people
2: say we want to hear the story of the product, right? And when I watch, you watch the TV show, the P- the Prophet, yeah. you ever see that? Yeah, and or Shark Tank or yeah. whatever. Or not they always say, I want to hear the story behind the product, right. and I'm thinking I don't give a damn about the story behind the product, but these younger people do. They want to hear the story of the yeah. product.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, but I bet you do, Chris, more than you think you do, and maybe just because the story they're telling is just a. A BS story, and it's there's nothing to it. Right. But if there was a legit story, maybe you would be a little bit more interested. Here's the here's the issue, guys. There's just so many. Pro- you could take any type of product, and there's thirty type of varieties within that. Right. Mm-hmm. How do you stand out? Right. Right.
2: You're skewed. <laughs> um. Yeah. And to get back to Jim, Tom's toothpaste. They had some connection with his wife. Whereas I go, there's Colgate, there's Crest, there's Aqua Fresh. I grab which one's one's on sale. I'm less uh, story-sensitive, I think, than some people. And, of course, that's
3: your job, is coming up with these stories. It's not coming up with it. It's uncovering it. Companies start for a reason. Mm -hmm. I think I could do this because I was listening to this, and I just thought I could do a better job. Or I saw this product, and I thought I could do this better. Or there wasn't anybody serving, you know, producing this kind of whatever. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, as companies go along, they... Sometimes lose track of that. What do we stand for anymore? What are we about? You, know, sure. you have to kind of dig down. The story's there, so it's not really. Here's what you're going to be. More of here's what you are. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's tell that story. And part of your job yeah. is to remind people of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Right on. And right. companies that might be in def- in decline are those that get too caught up in the numbers and not in the mission.
3: Uh yeah. I mean,
0: it's a low Sears kind of connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right course you know what and you mentioned sears there is that creative destruction of the capitalistic society right and so some companies are going to go away and can't be saved
3: for sure that's you know that's a that's a great point um and yeah i think you're you're absolutely right there's going to be just a natural ebb and flow of things right you know for sure um but you look at some of these you know some of these companies in the history of it right now in history is always 2020 but you look at a blockbuster who dominated, right? Yeah. who had the opportunity with Netflix and go, you know what? Our research is telling us that people really want to go to a, a store and pick out a movie. Mm-hmm. They don't want to stay at home and just order it. Real. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many things are getting disrupted and how fast that is coming along where you would think, you know, a company like Blockbuster would be around. It took 10 years for them to have that meeting with Amazon until they were gone. 10 years. Yeah, it's not very long. That's nothing, Mm -hmm. right?
1: Especially, I mean, the size that they were you know uh, to think a, that there's one in alaska right now right isn't that it? Yeah, right oregon. yeah exactly. <laughs> i just found my oregon?
0: blockbuster card Bend, from oregon. 1998 in hey. my drawer i can go to alaska hey. and Is rent it, the goodies. I, I might, I might just...
1: be misinformed on that you might not have to go that far it sounds oh. like oregon it was
2: oregon yeah oh okay oh yeah. even closer than yeah. alaska yeah there you go i don't want to send you to alaska
1: i don't want to send you to alaska they say
2: people go people go there as a kind of a road trip as an instagram shot well just yeah right nostalgia thing and whatnot and again
1: you you know, you wonder if that kind of thing, because we were just, I was just talking to somebody about this just last week, how, you know, it was kind of cool to, you know, just go with your friends, kind of you just spend a little while in the store looking through all the movies. Okay, we'll, we'll get this one, we'll get this one, and then we go back and watch the movie. You know, it's that's kind of a thing. And I wonder if that sort of pendulum was going to swing back a little bit. You know, of course, it's never going to be as big as it was before. I'm not
2: with you on this venture that you're talking I about. Th- our research shows that people like to <laughs>
1: I talked to somebody at a party the other
0: day and she said she liked it. Of course, we refer- She was also drinking a zima. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true. That's true. Apart from
1: zima. That's
0: what we about.
2: <laughs> and also the crazy thing again and we referred to this maybe in the first half. Zima. The the acceleration of marketing and the tastes of people is is far outstripping what it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. People switch much quicker. People are more likely to try new products than ever before. Mhm.
0: I think that with the introduction of subscriptions like FabFitFun, BarkBox, uh, even HelloFresh to be delivering meals to your doors, um, it's really opened up to consumers' taste to try different things um, outside of what's available in the big box.
2: There's all sorts of different opportunities, whether they be things like Farmer's Market or Facebook or uh, what are some of the other creative things you guys do other than just... Write copy.
0: Definitely with regards to you know, search, we gotta get out there and do more things on social media. I mean video is really a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, without words, without writing copy, you don't really have much. So yeah. Instagram's great, but you still need to write the what's gonna be on the post.
3: Yeah. So uh-huh.
0: um I think that there's a lot to be said about the words that you're using to sell your products.
3: I absolutely agree with Michelle. And if you just take even a step like kind of even higher it's we're just living in a digital space so, so people want a high functioning website that also works very well on mobile because that's where you usually begin a lot of things right yep. and if that experience doesn't meet your expectations for whatever reason you're gone yeah. and you're just moving on there's that course. whole where's that button right where's where, that button well, how where's... do I find out the information especially I mean it's maddening where I'll be looking for a restaurant Hours is like three clicks down. It's like hours, guys. Wouldn't you think hours for a restaurant would be like one of the most prominent things, right? You think so. Yeah. Or right. location even. Hours, location, percent. and menu, menu would be the three things, right? Right. Thing. right. So um so it, we we live in a digital space. It's always about convenience and making things easier and understanding that people just don't have any time. They don't want to spend any time doing anything, right? Yeah. So it's got to be seamless,
0: but it goes back to the whole idea of you have to give them what they want, when they want it, how they want it.
1: Yeah, right, exactly, and that's what. And then like you said, I mean, obviously everybody's on their phone, right? And that's yeah, that's critical is to have a because so often. Well, I'm sure you see it all the time where if somebody's got a, a website and it's mobile. It's horrendous on mobile. Where like the you know it's half chopped off or whatever. You, I how, know. How can it's you crazy? Even, how can you even think about putting this out there? Right. Really,
2: is the gold standard of marketing still? Selling refrigerators to Eskimos is that is that really what you guys is that like the final project of marketers?
3: Yeah, before you get graduate, do you guys I have my park they, a pack they, now.
0: They yeah. fly everybody up <laughs> yeah. to that, the Arctic yeah.
2: Circle and they say, "Sell this guy in this." That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. With yeah, global warming, that, it might be an actual thing you got to do. No, yeah, right. right.
0: We need more ice for the party. Hello. Yeah. yeah
2: exactly. Now you guys have to be balanced. Uh, it's just not all marketing all the time. Michelle, you mentioned earlier that you do instructions for the rec department. So what do you instruct?
0: Right. So with the TOSA rec department in September, I'm going to be celebrating my 12th year Uh as being a fitness instructor. Oh, nice. Um, The class I teach is Ultimate Total Body Toner at TOSA East on Tuesdays and Thursdays, 6 to 7, same bat time, same bat channel.
1: Ultimate total. total body toner. Body toner. Yes. That's like, that's, you can't U-T-B- get any better than U-T-B-T? that, right? UTBT? Yeah, ultimate- that's
0: what they call it, UTBT. <laughs> UTBT. And that's me. Yeah. Yeah, a- a- so fun. we'll use our hand weights, body's resistance, a little bit of cardio. I tell bad jokes to uh, you know make you forget that you're working out and sweating the whole time. You, you got to make it go.
2: fun. Yeah. Anything that, to do to
0: distract them. That's yeah. the most right.
2: important thing. For example, the brewers. They're not doing too well. They're they're losing a bunch Lately. of games, but they're having fun. They're, That's the most important fun. thing right now. That's right. <laughs> right. You know, That's right. That is. You just know, go out there and have fun. Just a bunch right. of kids having fun. I yeah. like seeing that. Right. Making,
0: That's what I say every brilliant. time yeah. I look at my receipt from my season tickets. We're just right. having fun. Hey, those guys are out there
2: having fun.
1: They're playing a game. They're, a game. they're having a no, good time. They you are. feel good about We've that.
2: they lost 9-10, yeah. yeah. but who cares? In the big scheme of things, having fun.
3: I thought you weren't the Brewer fan. Yeah, I'm not the Brewer fan yeah i am not the so you do the bad.
2: UTBT. Right. There you go. I worked for the Tulsa Rec Department many years ago. Really? And uh, I had a Rec Department t-shirt. I went to Malaysia. And uh, a friend of mine, a college roommate of from Singapore, I went over there to visit him after college. And I wanted to go to some type of tropical, lush place that was kind of off the beaten trail. And he took me to this island off the coast of Malaysia. We took a, a ferry to get there we got to this place it was just shacks it was just tin shacks and there was iguanas running around it was a little too rustic Jurassic Park yeah we get off the boat I'm walking on shore here's a local that looks like he's lived on this island halfway around the world uh his whole life and I come walking up and he looks at my t-shirt and he goes you from Tosa (laughs) 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 and I said yeah he goes he goes I had a college roommate that was from Oshkosh or something like that this guy knew exactly where I was from, and he was one wow. half of the world away.
1: <laughs> and he did, had a, did he awesome. have an eye-closed wall skis? Yeah. yeah. T- and a red right. Sendex bag, duh. Yeah. yeah, right. Of
2: course. And, and then, and then <laughs> the next thing that happened is my buddy went ahead to get us confirmed for these shacks or whatever. And I wanted to get out. In the, <laughs> Luxury I to, accommodations. Yeah, I wanted to get out and start swimming right away. And so I went out and started swimming. Right? And I'm a good swimmer. And so I was hovering above these hundreds of sea turns, and you didn't want to touch them because they would jab you. I saw this rock rocky outcropping and i thought i'll land on there and step on there and kind of you know rest a little bit well when i stepped on there there was a sea urchin underneath it that had a prong that was sticking through a hole in the rock and it jabbed me and got my heel right so i swam back and it was hurting and uh there was these two locals the guy that recognized my t-shirt and this other guy and i said i just stepped on this sea urchin it really hurts how do i get this out of here and he said, the one guy said, Here's what you got to do. You can't pull it out because they're hooked a certain way, right? Mm. He said, What you got to do is you got to take a board and you got to whack it really hard and break up the pieces. They'll fall out, right? <laughs> so What? Yeah. So he says, I got a board right here. So he's got me bent over and I'm on my stomach and I got my foot in the air and he's hitting me with this board, right? Oh. Right? And And this is within three minutes of getting there. Initiation into the island. My my friend comes out from from where he was and here's some local beating me with a board. He goes, What the hell's going on here? And uh, I had to explain to him, but that had to be a weird sight. You just get to the island and your friend who's from America is getting beaten by the locals. Whacked on the bottom of the feed, yeah, right. And did it work? Yeah, it broke up and it still hurts a little today. But uh, no, it, did, it it did work. It did work. Jeez. Yeah. So
1: I thought you were going to say you had to pee on it. But I thought. So, yeah. I thought that was, was coming. pretty it was, <laughs> with the you peed maybe. on me.
2: <laughs> so now, Pat, your hobby is you're kind of into the Civil War, maybe Gettysburg. Yeah. Specifically, is yeah. it say it. Is
3: it Gettysburg? No, it's Gettysburg. Gettysburg. I yeah. heard Gettysburg. Yeah. Gettysburg. It may have, may have. That battle is just like fascinating to me. I've been to the battlefield maybe three times so not a lot compared to like people who have gone there like dozens of times but it's just uh don't ask me to explain It's just crazy kind of weird thing
2: my my question might be a little different you're an aficionado of this and so maybe you can answer this it is the blue versus the gray right blue that's primary color i get it gray why gray? Is it slimming or why were they going yeah, with this? Yeah, I think it
3: was. I think they went with the slimming thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They looked um yeah. Hide stains. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think. I think there was a lot of fashion decisions there and that's with the... Ultimately, decided on it goes with everything, right? I mean, it
2: really the does. Gray, yeah, you can yeah. accessorize yeah, that right? way,
1: they have to decide to change the color of that, say, the hat or something or the belt, right? Right? They can go red belt, blue belt. Are these things they talk yellow. about at
2: Gasbury? I haven't been there. Is this, they, they, is this a conversation yeah, that comes up often? <laughs>
3: yeah, it is. The color of the uniform is actually, believe it or not, is a pretty big deal. Yeah, uh, in what sense? Uh, um. People are into it. I mean, there's just a lot of different variations on the uniform, so the color and things matter a lot. Plus, people who, like, get it really into the reenactment oh, yeah. are just fanatical about Are you a reenactor? It. No, but just are really super sensitive on the type of buttons and the type of fabric and oh, all that. They get yeah. crazy on this. I
2: things. do a little niche reenactment. Uh, remember back in the 80s when uh, Grenada, remember mm-hmm. when yeah. Reagan sent the troops? Right. I dress up in a lab coat like I'm a medical student. I'm a Grenada War reenactor. Oh. And I get together with my friends and we hang oh, yeah. out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: It's a small People niche, probably, right? <laughs> three yeah. of us. Do yeah. Yeah. you guys walk in the parade? Because I've seen <laughs> these guys walk in the parade, these reenactors. <laughs> <laughs> I see them walk in the parade. I just, right. I
3: think I yeah. did see you in the Whitefish yeah. Bay Parade. Right? Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. 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 So these guys, these Civil War reenactors, I do see them walking in the parade. And I always think, like, I know that suit is, like you said, they're authentic. I know that wool. suit is wool. Yeah. And it's, you know, 90 degrees... Easy in the sun. Yeah, right on. I mean, and, and to think about miles. it too,
3: when you're when in the actual battle, so they're all in wool outfits. The the standard was to have the it uh, buttoned all the way to the top, right? So there's no ventilation. They're wearing a hat. They're mm-hmm. shooting um, rifles that throwing out uh, black powder, which is throwing out huge plumes of smoke right. that just sitting on the battlefield. So it's just.
2: Let me ask you this one question: brutal. Just brutal. like uh, guys, guys are into sports, and after the game, they say they should have done this. So in Gettysburg, what yeah. uh, the armchair quarterback, yeah, armchair quarterback, the yeah. the, uh, the South lost Gettysburg essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. What was their big mistake?
3: Uh, fighting the battle to begin with.
2: They shouldn't. They they. they you got to pick just... your battles. That's what I heard. Yeah,
3: that's they. Um, after day one, which arguably is the South one, they they didn't have um, the control of the right ground afterwards. So they probably should have backed out, but. That's another hour-long podcast. Mm. And maybe I'll come back and we'll talk about that, right? right? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Well,
2: actually, that that kind of uh, leads me into what I'm going to say next, which is we are wrapping up this podcast. I want to thank Pat McGovern and Michelle Tonkovitz, both from the American Marketing Association. And they both have their own businesses in marketing, Uh, Michelle, with Green Onion Creative and Pat with Ascedia, which I'm, assen- I'm assuming that's like Ascendant Media. Is that the idea? Yeah, right on. Okay, well done. Yeah, yeah I, I did not catch yeah. that. Yeah, I just that's thought that's
1: it. oh, just crazy name. <laughs> <laughs> so, the founder's name, you know, Joe acedia yeah. <laughs> You know, just.
2: so anyway, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. Very interesting, and we'll we'll, well stay in contact about these other ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah Thanks for coming by, guys. And I Appreciate hope you had fun. It. Yeah. And uh, one thing we do, which Michelle may or may not know, which is we count down the music, so Jim's got a place to, uh, a marker to start their mu- our theme music.
1: I, I'll just be clear. I could put the music anywhere. I don't have to have the countdown, but it's a fun thing to do.
2: I've always done it because I thought you were inept and you needed <laughs> a marker. Well, right,
1: It might be that. I didn't want to <laughs> actually voice that, but okay, fine.
2: <laughs> well, anyway, I want to thank you guys again for stopping by, and let's count it down here. Three, three two, two, one. one.
1: Music, music. Well, anyway, oh, now the music is playing. The music's right. You playing right hear, now. Well,
0: Please
1: don't you stop the music. <laughs> <laughs> now you're interfering with the music, you know. So it's <laughs> it's gonna be music. Yeah, on yeah, music, music
2: on, on music. Yeah, my clash. <laughs> well, anyway, let's clap it out. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks again. <laughs> Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast with our guest, retired professional cyclist Tom Schuler. When he discusses the circumstances that kept him out of the Olympics,
3: in hindsight, I would have liked to have competed in Moscow. So, yeah, so yeah. It, yeah. It, it was something that happened. Then in '84, I was an alternate again. I, I think I should have been on that team, but there was a little, uh, a little blood doping going on within within the sport. So, right, I, was, I remember that. I was I was uh, sort of a, a victim of that to a certain degree.